Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Shazad Haq. Now, AstraZeneca's antibody drug is going to be in Singapore by the end of the year. And what do some of these healthcare changes that we're seeing in the landscape mean for the job environment here in Singapore? Well, guess what? There are new areas of focus that you should be looking at if you're looking to transition. Sustainability manager, farm technologist. These are some of the job titles that you don't really hear that often, but could soon become a little bit more mainstream. Absolutely. They're among a rising number of job opportunities in the digital, green and care economies based on inaugural yearly report from Skills Future Singapore. That's right. And the inaugural Skills Demand for the Future Economy report highlights jobs that are likely to be in demand over the next three years. So if you're looking to make a move, listen to this. We're going to find out more from Ng Wei Kai, who is a journalist at The Straits Times. He joins us on the line now to share more. Hello, Wei Kai. Thanks for joining us. Hi. So tell us, the Skills of Future Singapore has recently released this inaugural report. Why mm-hmm. launch this now? I think that as we've seen and based on what you know, a lot of business leaders are saying as well as you know, employees, the, the COVID-19 pandemic has really accelerated the need for digital skills because you know, everything is going online. So everybody from... You know, people who work at restaurants and jobs that traditionally are not considered digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I mean, now you need these skills. Okay, so perhaps you can... Well, new skills, right? I mean, everyone's been talking about sustainability. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been talking about digital skills. So, I mean, maybe this isn't that much of a surprise, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think that the report is really coming on the tails of a few things. So there's the Singapore Green Plan, which is the, the move to this sort of like overarching economic readjustment for mm-hmm. Singapore to go green. And then there's also there's also the also the result of the twenty twenty census which showed that Singapore's population is aging rapidly and that's definitely going to lead to a, a need for skills in the care economy, which is another area mm. highlighted by this report. So what excited you most about this report? Well I, I think it's it's exciting because for a long time um We've been told that, you know, skills are getting out of date, people need new skills, but mm-hmm. there hasn't really been sort of any large-scale report done on what people should be doing, you know. Like, so I, th- I think it really gives a way forward for a lot of people who are concerned about, you know, job security mm-hmm. and, the, you know, what skills, their, their skills mastery at this point. So, Wekai, let's take a bit more of a deep dive into this report and mm-hmm. maybe you can help us identify and break down some of the top skill sets in these key sectors that are most needed in the next couple of years? Okay, so I think what's interesting about the report is that it doesn't um, focus on job roles. So what they did was to look at the number of jobs that require these skills that they've um, designated are those that are required by the most number of job roles. So, um, for example, if we could look at digital skills, I'll just... Give the top three. The top three are technology application, data analytics, and market research. So how they decided that was that um, across the jobs that they looked at in job portals and data from employers, technology application was required by 313 job roles. That's how sort of how they did it. And um, looking specifically at each sector for mm-hmm. digital skills, 
I mean, I've, I've said it's technology application, data analysis and market research. For what they call the green economy, it's green mm. process design, carbon footprint management and environmental management systems. And for care, the care economy, it's conduct and ethics, stakeholder management and inclusive practices. So these are exciting new areas. I mean, I always get excited whenever we're talking about the green economy and some of these jobs. I mean, beyond what you've mentioned there with green process design, carbon footprint Mm -hmm. management, environmental management, we've also got sustainability management, Mm. waste management as well, green building and facilities management. There's just so much going on. And then you move a little bit further down the list as well. Space design, solar photovoltaic system design. There's really something for everybody here as well, isn't there, Wei Kai? Yeah, I mean, I'd say that it's really interesting to look at this report, like, uh, no matter where you are in your career, because there's lots of stuff here that, as you said, we've never heard of before. I mean, like, I've, when I was in school, I definitely had no idea what irrigation management was. And this is, you know, suddenly up there as something that people should be looking into because there'll be jobs mm. in there in the future. And that's right, especially, I guess, when a lot of people are finding it hard during the COVID-19 pandemic Mm. and they're perhaps looking to make a shift, make a change and perhaps make a difference. And these roles could offer that. Yeah, exactly. You know, Weikai, it it says a lot, doesn't it, about how uh, Singapore is evolving, the world is evolving now, that these Mm -hmm. particular sectors that we're talking about, you know, the green, the care, the digital, uh, that's that's where we're, we're heading towards. And like you said, these are things that perhaps we didn't grow up with and is there a specific reason why this report covered the trends in these these three sectors? Mm-hmm. Is that is that is that where things are trending? Is that the direction we're going in now? Yeah, I think that's definitely the direction we're going in now. And I mean, when he was launching the report, education is the trending thing. He said that the report is not meant to cover the entire economy, but instead what he called key growth areas. So, I mean, it's really meant to tell Singaporeans where the skills are in places where they think the economy is going to be growing. And what about the rest of, of the economy? Because I, I know obviously the focus is on these three sectors, but how's the rest mm-hmm. of that going to be mm-hmm. featuring in this report or, or, or going forward, sorry? Well, I mean, the, the report doesn't uh, specifically say that these job roles or these skills are confined to the sectors that they you know, traditionally apply to because a big emphasis in the report is how transferable these skills are across all sectors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one important thing that the report talks about is how, you know, technology application, like digital skills and actually green skills are also um, in big demand across all sectors now. Like, Mm. be working in F&B, but most industries require some of these skills. It's the transferability of these skills that the report is really trying to emphasise. We're speaking with Ng Wei Kai, journalist at The Straits Times, and just speaking about that transferability. I mean, educators that The Straits Times spoke to, spoke to said Singaporeans shouldn't solely focus on gaining sector-specific skills, mm. but also the general skills that the report highlights, right? So if you are a job seeker or somebody who's listened to this interview and read that report and thinks, hey, I, could, I'm, I feel like making a shift now, what kind of upgrading should they do then? Yeah, I think that's really important to highlight because um, when I was writing the articles, I spoke to the Dean of NUS's School of Design and Environment, mm. Dr. Lam Kopo, and, um, uh, Lam Kipo, sorry, and he's spent years as an educator as well as someone who works in the built environment. And he told me that what he, what jumped out at him in the report was the highlight on what the report calls uh, critical core skills, which are basically soft skills. 
So the report designates 16 soft skills, which are organized into three clusters, uh, thinking critically, interacting with others, and staying relevant. So why is, that, why is that important? I think he kind of brought it out the best. He told me that it's important to work on them because they come before your technical skills. So he said that these are the things that help you learn better. Mm. You know? so and adapt. Skills, exactly. Uh, your technical skills can and will get outdated. But if you work on these, then it doesn't matter sort of which industry you're working in or which sort of skills area you know, you've put your work into because you can just pick up and shift quickly. So those soft skills were, sorry, thinking critically. Mm-hmm. Interacting with others and staying relevant. Staying relevant, that is the key uh, one there. <laughs> so, you know, Weka, when we, when we look at it, you know, the, the digital economy, that's inevitable. That's the way the whole world mm-hmm. is, is going. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you talked about the green economy, and, and it's, it's good to see Singapore and other mm-hmm. developed nations, they, they are certainly taking on board that they, they have to look in that direction, don't they? What's, for me, I think the one that's really interesting is, is the care economy, which is quite specific mm. to Singapore, isn't it? Because of our aging population. And there's, there's some evolving demands there for care and work and learning. Yeah, definitely. I mean, also, uh, this is not in the report, but it's from um, some other work I've done in the past. And, I mean, academic sociologists have told me that Singapore for a long time has relied largely on foreign labour for the care economy. Mm. And what the report highlights is that moving forward, many more locals are going to have to or would want to go into these roles. You know, it's, it's important to start getting these skills because if you don't have people working in it, there's no one to sort of learn from. And I think coming with that, uh, Wika, as well, is that it's, it's a mindset shift as mm. well. It's not just about the demand uh, for these economies, yeah. but it's it's like you said, it's now perhaps more Singapore is looking at the care economy, something maybe inconceivable just a, a, even a couple of years ago. The green yeah. economy, again, it's, we're now looking at these matters more in, in, a, uh, right. in, a, more conscious, in a more conscious world, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. I, I think that there's a, there's a real like, shift, there's a real shift or, or push to sort of have people think about these things and sort of have a direct um, plan for, for working out what you're going to do, which I think it used to be the case where you front load these things. So, you know, when people are going to university, it's very clear what they want to get so that they can fulfill a specific role, or at least for some people. But now it's, it seems to be, you know, you need to do this sort of mm-hmm. planning and this thought process across your, your entire career. Okay, Weikai, so just, just to wrap, how mm-hmm. can Singaporeans benefit from using the report for their own growth? I think that it's interesting to read the report in general. I mean, it is quite long, but the SkillsFuture did cut it up. So you can download the sections on the digital economy and the green economy and the care economy separately on their website. So I think that no matter where you're working, it is really interesting to see what direction um, the country wants to head in. I think it's also, um, in terms of specific users, the, the report does have a section where it talks about where you can learn the specific skills that okay. you want to get and which institutes provide them. So, for example, um, if you want to learn, let's say, some digital skills like data analysis, it, it pinpoints, you know, um, Nanyang or Nian Poly offers this course and you should do it. So I think that there's, there's some real practical things in terms of road mapping that the report has. Wonderful. Well, Weikai, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all those updates on that inaugural yearly report from Skills at Future Singapore. Thanks for having me.
Thank you. We've been speaking with Ng Wei Kai, journalist at The Straits Times. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.